Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you for having Thanks us. For having us. <laughs> Where are you guys located? I'm in Stockholm. All right, like outside of Stockholm. Yeah. Nice and miserable over there. What? Is the weather miserable over there? I mean, if you let me see, what is it? Uh, I, it's cold and snowy. If that's what you mean. I guess that would be miserable. <laughs> yeah, me. it's a uh, one minus degree now. Which is still, it's getting warmer because it, it was 14 minus the other day Celsius. Okay. Well, fair enough. <laughs> so let's get right into the gems then. Um, yeah. You guys are formed from the, I'm just going to read the bio from the ashes of Thunder Mother. How did that all come about? Well, um, <laughs> 2020 or beginning of 2023 was a very turbulent year. Um, out of the blue, I got fired. Uh, from Thunder Mother, oh. and uh, that was extremely hard to, you know, take and, yeah, just to handle. And the girls decided that they didn't want to be part of Thunder Mother if I wasn't part of the band anymore. And, uh, I mean, I guess that's the short story. Well, Emily, maybe you want Yeah, to I, mean, I mean, this happened between Guernica's back, basically, but... I mean, me and Guernica has always been really, really good friends. And uh, of course, I let her know what was going on. And uh, I mean, the, the, the big thing was basically that we were a band, like a democracy. We did everything together. We put the hard work in together. And to suddenly be kind of like run over by one person that just took her own decisions all of a sudden, that was not okay for me at all i mean i wouldn't i didn't not want to be in the band without guernica but you know she i i don't even know why she took that decision but anyways we're happy now we have this yeah. new band together i mean we we immediately decided that we wanted to continue playing together you know because uh we never planned to stop playing music basically oh that's good so then it was just, you went from right there to the gems. Is that how it all worked? Yeah, basically. I mean, more or less so the same day that I was basically, I got, the, I got an email saying you're not, you're no longer in the band. <laughs> uh, I email, talked to, that's terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. The whole thing is really terrible, but um, yeah, <laughs> it's happened six times before. So I'm, I'm like, I feel like an idiot thinking it wouldn't happen to me, but you know, history just keeps repeating itself in this setting. Uh, so, yeah. Um, it's crazy. But, I, I mean, I, I did get the email. And the same day I talked with uh, Mona and Emily. And we just said, like, we have no intentions of stopping playing. We've worked our asses off to get this band to where it was. Uh, like, even when, when me and Emily joined the band in 2017, we both had the idea of, like, we want to be as big as possible, we want to play arenas, we want to do all these things. And our, I guess, then bandmate, Lipa, was really content. Like, she was really content with the level that she was at. And there's nothing wrong with that level, but I think our ambitions kind of took her with her, and then we kind of just went for it, and... And we took it as far as we could, and I'm really proud of that. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. But yeah, we we are very hardworking, and we've done so much behind the scenes that now you, the, you know the stuff that you never get credit for. 
uh, where you actually are building the brand and doing all the day-to-day -day stuff that you have to do. I mean, we put so much hard work into all the behind-the-scenes work in Thunder Mother. We were self-managed, so we did everything, all the contacts, all the emailing and all the social medias, everything you can imagine. So when we decided to form this new band, we kind of just continued where where we left basically <laughs> right and so after hearing that story then phoenix takes on a whole new new meaning right it's not just a title it's you guys actually rising back up and taking the music business again correct exactly yeah and this time actually doing it on our own terms and doing it in a way where we feel, you know, loved and appreciated and all these things that you wish that you would feel in a in a normal setting <laughs> in a band or whatever right. that works well. So, yeah, it's uh, the best symbol that we could find for what we went through, basically. Nice. So Phoenix is due out on the 26th. I've listened to a single already. Um, what's been the response to for, so far? I love it, but I'm just curious. What Have you been getting early responses? Thank you. I mean, we've had some, I mean, it's overall really good, I think. I mean, obviously, everybody can't love your music. I mean, that's with all bands. But I think overall, we got really, we've gotten really good, like, reviews and really positive uh, reaction to it. And a lot of people says, like, you sound like Thunder Mother. And we're like, yes, because we, we sort of are. We were Thunder Mother. I mean, we are basically Thunder Mother. We, we just had to change names. <laughs> yeah, basically. Right. But I would, I would like to add to that that, uh, um, oh, fuck. Sorry, what was the, the question? I like kind of my brain. How people reacted to our album. Oh, so yeah. Far. It's been like mostly the, the magazines in Europe that have, you know, done reviews so far have been over about you know around seven seven and a half out of ten which i think is amazing for a debut album and makes me very proud so i think that the overall feedback has been great like i'm i'm very happy about it and yeah, yeah and great. the people that think because there's a lot of different people I've, I've done several interviews now and i feel like it's half and half some of them are very like oh my god you guys sound like thunder mother but then there's the other half that is like wow, I can hear the evolution and there's a change and like you're much freer and all these things. So I think that obviously we sound like Thunder Mother because we are Thunder, we were Thunder Mother, but right. we have also evolved the sound and totally gotten rid of the ACDC influence and things like that. So I think that's important to also start like branching out clearly. Like well, it the was intentional. Right, so. so it was intentional to not be exact as thunder mother right uh yeah yeah we me and emily worked really hard to get the get thunder mother to even evolve musically a little bit we are part of the songwriting of heat women black and gold which are the two you know to this date most successful albums but they are also more diverse like they have the acdc stuff but it's uh, yeah it's a it's a better mix i think and we wanted to keep doing that because that's what we love to do. Like it, it gets kind of boring when you're always like stuck in a box. Oh, sure. And I think music has to sort of evolve. Like you don't want to, I have this conversation a lot on the podcast with people. You don't want to keep rewriting the same record, right? I know you have to keep your fans and your sort of brand, but you also don't want to write the same ACDC sounding record. You need to vary it a little bit or, or change it up. Right. 
Yes, exactly. And now we could finally like, I mean, we still want to play classic rock with that modern sound that we kind of started to develop in Thunder Mother. But now we could like, you know, finally take in influences from the bands that we love, you know, and that's been really, really, we, we had so much fun with that in the studio, creating the, the songs and the arrangements around them. It's been really fun. So you guys, sorry, sorry, sorry. no, no, please. No, I was just going to add that we actually, Mona, our guitar player and bassist, she is extremely good at her instrument. So it's it's also been so much fun for both of us to work with someone that takes their instrument so serious that like the way that she takes it serious that the, and also being that she's so good we could also take on like oh we could do some van halen influence stuff that people don't usually want to touch unless they were like really good guitar players or whatever so i think that's something that i'm really i thought i I think it's amazing having that you know like a very strong player yeah nice so you mentioned the studio so do i understand then that you guys are actually writing in the studio together like in a room and not sending stuff back and forth it's a little it differs i mean uh, we did write some songs in the studio uh but most of the songs were written uh together before like we did a lot of pre-productions and everything before we went into the studio but then there's always you know this kind of holes in the arrangement that we want to play around with you know backing vocals for example and guitar solos and um, you know stuff like that uh, but I guess most of the songs we've written together in a studio or sent back and forth to each other. As a trio, do you find it difficult recreating what you do in the studio in the live setting? Because you could do a whole lot more right in the studio and then you get out on stage and there's three of you. I mean, we have a live bassist with us always. Um, and I mean... For the 26th now, when we release the album, we're going to play the album from beginning to end, uh, which is a, a a thing that we never were able to do before. Um, and yeah, definitely you, you meet a sort of some obstacles, absolutely. But we try to figure it out so we can do it live because the whole idea of creating our type of music is that, that it should be, be able to be played live. There's no like reason for us to just make music for only the radio or Spotify, whatever, like we want to play live. We're a live band. So everything that we make is going to be able to be shaped into a live, um, uh, yeah, live performance. Yeah. And I think it's really charming to have like, you know, this, you have the song recorded and then when you hear it live, it is like a live version of it because most of the songs have like, you know, good parts where we can, you know, get the audience to sing along or whatever. And we always like to do that live with songs. Um, So it's a little same, same, but different kind of thing. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. 
So with that in mind, then, are you writing songs with the way they come across on stage in mind? Like, are you writing a song saying, hey, this is going to be a good part for a sing-along or the fists in the air or whatever? Or are you writing a song for the song's sake and then going back and adapting? Mm, a little bit different. I mean, I, I think we, we have both of them. Like, uh, when we do write the songs, there's a, a part that come up and you're like, this, this is going to be perfect for that. Or you, you have that. I feel like we always have the live stuff in mind, in mind. to be completely yeah, sure. honest, because we do want to make fun live music. And yeah. uh, certain things come up afterwards, obviously, because you start, you know, playing around with the songs and you might want to do some changes for the live version. But I think, yeah, we always kind of think about what we can do live. <laughs> Yeah, and I also like every time we work on a song, I think that all three of us has a little imagination of like, you know, if it's a fast song, you can imagine that the pyro and then we run in on stage or whatever, you know, you always like picture how it would be to perform that, that song live, basically. Okay. So you've talked a lot about live. Are you guys have any live plans in support of the record here? It's on, it's in planning. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's as far as right now we have the release party in Stockholm, uh, which we're really excited about, and then we have we're doing a showcase in Sweden for a lot of booking agents. So we're hoping that we're gonna get a lot of Scandinavian dates, um, you know, spring summer, and then our European booking agent is currently working on a month-long tour all throughout Europe uh, in October. So we'll see. It's a lot of has been depending on us releasing our album and seeing kind of how it goes because as much as or let's just say like this rock is not the biggest genre and we were part of a band that were doing well in thunder mother but it's still realistically most people don't know who you are so we still need to go out there and prove ourselves and get out there and you know show the world who we are the new band uh so there's a lot of that kind of work happening right now. Just... That's sort of like, uh, I mean, I understand the reason you had to leave, but it's, it's sort of a gut punch having to restart again. Or like, I mean, I know you're mostly that band, but is it hard to re reset and restart and make yourself known as the, the gems now? I mean, in a way, yes. I mean, it's been really tough for us, like emotionally to go through like starting all over again. But in the big picture we all feel so much better now we are so much happier so i think whatever we go through that is a little tough and everything it's so worth it to be the band that we are right now instead of yeah. our previous it, band i just add that for me it's just obviously in the beginning it was the worst like last year spring was a horrible horrible time and we got through it because we had each other and we had a, a common goal of like not giving up and just keep on going and doing all these things. But it was a gut punch, 100 percent. And it goes I feel like it's it goes in waves, you know, how some days you feel amazing because I can't believe what we've accomplished in less than a year. And I could have never done it on my own. If You know what I mean? Like this is a true team effort and I'm forever grateful and happy about that. But at the same time, you have days where you're like, we were getting opportunities to open for Scorpion. We're like, our, you know, our hard work is now 
given to people that haven't you know done that work or you know what i mean and i'm not saying that they shouldn't be allowed to everyone deserves opportunities whatever if they they worked for them but in this case it's very plain and simple it's like people are like piggybacking on our efforts and i i'm gonna be honest i think it sucks some days some days yeah, I'm kind of yeah, like, like so. good Great. karma, amazing. This is just going to mean that we're going to get even bigger. And other days I'm just, fuck, fuck this. That's kind of how I feel. So unfair. <laughs> yeah. Were you able to channel those emotions into the songs and the lyrics on the gems, though? Because that's a lot of emotional baggage, right? Were you able to put that yeah. into the songs? All I can it. definitely say that we wrote songs about this. Like That was <laughs> our main inspiration last year, basically. Yeah. I mean, the whole album gets you through the grief that we felt and then starting to feel hopeful again. And, you know, it's been a journey. And yeah, yeah, all of it is on this record. <laughs> Did you find it cathartic? 100%. It's been really, I think it's the best way to get through things. I mean, this is a trauma because there's so much more behind the scenes that we can't sure. really talk about. But some of the trauma has been able we've been able to deal with by you know writing about it and also being honest and for the first time actually tell our story you know and people have reached out like we mentioned this has happened several times before in the band uh or with this particular person and people have reached out and shown so much love and appreciation for the fact that we are honest and truthful with what happened to us so that it gives you strength and like it really helps now that makes sense um so are you planning on doing like the single route every six weeks or something or are you just going to do the couple and then the record comes out and that's that hmm. you want to answer emily or i didn't just really get the i can answer i mean <laughs> we're gonna do sorry no but we're gonna do um a single that comes out the week of the album, so just a few days before the album. Then we're doing, uh, I guess, a last single in March. Yeah, okay. which I, I mean, really obviously appreciate... the album is out, but we're doing a music video for right, it. Right, right. And I appreciate what you guys are doing because I'm old school and I like the you know the physical media and and that sort of thing, or even just the download, but being able to listen to it in the way you created the ebbs and flows and sequence it and stuff. So I think that's important. And maybe an art that's sort of lost. Uh, how you release the songs, you mean, or what? Yeah, or how you put the record together, right? And one song in front of the other, or this song goes here. That's an art form, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, especially on this album, we actually put some thought behind the actual order of the songs. Quite uh, a lot, actually. Like yeah. We had a lot of discussions because we... We had this idea of doing it. I mean, this record has taken influences for, from so many places that, you know, and one thing that was brought up was how Beyonce did her, like, I think there was the Lemonade album or one of those albums uh, where it was like, first you get the grief, then you get the anger, then you get the, the we wanted to have like that kind of flow. Uh, but yeah, I think I, I, I'm happy with how it turned out because we, we changed it around because we wanted the beginning to be more like hopeful and, you know, with Aurora. Have you listened to the album? I've only heard the single. 
Oh, okay. Well, then you you're in for a treat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you did put some thought into how those songs go together. Yeah, I think that's a yeah, for sure. That's something that's missing from you know people like my son's age or whatever because they just want the one single or the thirty second download, or whatever. But at the end of the day, when you sit down with the product that you guys put together, you kind of get the whole vibe, right? You take us on a journey from, like you said, a little upbeat in the beginning, and then it goes wherever it goes. And I think that's missing yeah. in these days. And we also put some interludes in the album as well, because we thought it was a cool thing to kind of bring back, you know, because there's not that many bands today that uses that. Right. Cool. That brings me to the end of what I had prepared. Do you guys have anything I missed that you want to cover? think so we're just really excited for the future basically um yeah. to finally release the album um and be in a good place musically yeah if fans want to find you or if listeners want to find you can you give us your socials absolutely yeah uh you want me to say them or send you in text oh no oh, yeah. if you could just tell yeah just say it that'd be great oh so on Instagram, it's thegems.music and Facebook is the Gems band suite. What was it on Facebook? Sorry, we the Gems is kind of a common word. So we oh, had let to me find it long. Um, we have our website. It should get you to all the to be. I appreciate <laughs> you guys taking the time. Good luck with the release. And uh, maybe we'll Thank see you. some more of them in the States. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Take care. Be well. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. This is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week, I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media.